Here we go. Welcome to the Main Zone. I am Jermaine. Thank you for tuning my podcast. Wherever you are and however you're listening, I appreciate it. Whether it be watching on YouTube, listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I even um, was added to Amazon Music uh, here recently. So, as always, I appreciate it as we close 2022. Um, thank you. Thank you for all the subscribers. Thank you for all your listeners. Uh, let's keep it up in 2023. All right, so let's just dive right in. Like I said in my last podcast I did live, I was still going to give my NBA updates, even though we are about 33, 34 games into the season. Starting on my update of NBA uh, predictions. So uh, we'll get into that. We're also going to talk about, you know, Luca's historic game the other night, the college football playoffs. NBA injuries, a little bit of Shaq. You know, you got to talk about the World Cup right quick. And um, but first, before we get that, happy holidays. I know Christmas is over, so hopefully everybody had a great holiday. I know travel was a little bit uh, difficult for some people uh, due to Southwest having their uh, scheduling or flights being canceled. So many being canceled, but hopefully everybody made it safe. Uh, wherever their destination was, I know I had a couple people that I know had to drive back uh, home. So hopefully that was a chance for them to, you know, reflect, uh, understand that sometimes, you know, uh, inconvenience does happen in our lives and to to be positive through it all. But uh, again, happy holidays and hope 2023 is amazing for everyone my theme for 2023 is going to be uh, thinking grow rich. I recently read the book again. Uh, I read it years ago and applied those principles and got some things in my life that I really wanted. And so I'm gonna do it again this year here in 2023. And my desire will be for for whatever those goals are to actually happen in the time that I say they will happen. And I'm gonna go ahead and and say it'll, it will be so. I mean, it's just that simple when it comes to a lot of goal setting. And, um, and one of the things out of this life that we all, I, I, should, not, I would say deserve because you have to work to get it. Nothing's free. But um, if you work hard enough, I believe that your dreams and goals and desires will come to fruition. So uh, looking forward to 2023. Looking forward to big time uh, professionally as well as personally and then of course with my family that is that is my my why uh here in this life okay so that was that piece again be safe out there in new year's um let's get started before we get into you know all those things i said before we have to talk about two uh controversial people that have made the news for the wrong reasons here in the last few weeks, uh, that is the Liver King. Uh, for those that don't know, um, for the past, I don't know how long, but I, I picked up his radar about a year a year ago. I scrolled through, I think TikTok or Instagram. The guy was eating raw testicles, and so that I, I never followed him. I just looked. I would always look at what he was doing. And I'm like, okay, this dude's eating raw liver. He says liver is the king and you got to eat raw liver. He's working out. He has this whole ancestral way of living and he's yoked. Brothers, the dude is ripped up. 
The only problem with that was that he was claiming that he was natural, that through his diet of no vegetables, of liver and, and testicles and just meat and carbs that you would have the physique that he has if you just work out hard enough. I mean, the guy didn't even wear deodorant. I mean, he had his own supplement line. He had his own, I mean, all kind of stuff. He's making good money. I mean, again, I, I don't mind people making money for whatever, however means that they feel like making it, but don't make it in a full lie. So came out that, you know, he is on steroids. He admitted it, that that's the reason the way he looks, the way he does, not because of his diet. And so he's being sued for $25 million uh, by a group of people because they were following his choice of foods and um, his and taking his supplements thinking they're going to look like he was. Now, number one, okay, sue whoever you want to sue. But you, you you use your common sense too. I mean, for you for anyone to think that they're gonna look just like this guy, based off of uh, eating the way that he was eating and just working out really hard, is you're an idiot. Like, come on, people. Um, let's do some self evaluation here. Like, a, a blind man could see that this man was on steroids. You are not that yoked up that ripped up uh, without being juiced. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. For those that, that, that that's the method that they, they want to go about to be as big as they want to be, that's your business, you know? But um, don't be out here telling people that it's it's just, you know, natural. You know, I know uh, Joe Rogan has been speaking about liver king for a while. And then once it came out that he's on steroids, he's like, boom, like, why are we even surprised? Um, that he is so that I just thought was funny. I want to begin with that, <laughs> you know. Another guy is um, Andrew Tate. Uh, a lot of people don't know who he is, but you know he was banned from Twitter. He was banned from some social media platforms because some of the disgusting things that he was saying. I will say that. And so recently, he was you know added back to Twitter. He's an ex kickboxer turned. Let me say whatever I want to say to get the likes. And has turned out to be, have a huge following. But then he was arrested, um, I think, two nights ago uh, in Romania on human trafficking charges. So if those are true, I mean, I hope he gets the the whatever the, the, the harshest penalty they can give somebody of that. I mean, you you, you don't play with that. You know, uh, it's very sad. Um, I find him more like. Not comical, but like he's very um, brash and arrogant, and some of the things he says is, is very disrespectful to people, and a lot of people don't like that. Those things that he says, uh, they don't necessarily bother me from the standpoint of I don't mind somebody speaking there, however they feel. I'd rather you. If you don't like me for whatever reason, or rather you tell me, then just pretend that you do like me. But some of the stuff he says should be uh, taken for a grain of salt, because I, I think a lot of it is just for uh, clickbait. But hopefully, if it's true, he gets the, the harshest penalty that they can give him, him and his brother, as they're arrested in Romania um, the other night. And, and that's really 
that's the that's the wild news of, of two of these, you know, social media influencers slash celebrities that unfortunately due to social media, they get so they garner so much attention now that they probably wouldn't have about 15 or 20 years ago. I do hope that we get to a point in social media where someone who is uh, trustworthy, honest, has integrity, uh, lives by a, a, a solid moral code, gets a huge following and not based off of uh, uh, doing things that are either just to make money or doing things to, to rile up one side of the aisle, so to speak. All right, but let's let's just dive in. Football's here. NFL, we're in week 17, I believe. Cowboys won again last night against the Titans. Dak, you know, com completely overpaid. Um, never been a fan of his. Hopefully the Cowboys do some things in the playoffs. Russell Wilson, man. I mean, all right, so, you know, Russell's had a terrible year. And I don't care what anybody says, but when you when you got an office at the at the facility, when you got X amount of parking spaces, when you're making forty eight million dollars, you're gonna rub people the wrong way when you're not uh, producing on the on the on the field. I listened to Shannon's commentary, Shannon Sharp, that is commentary on Russ, and it's I I, I find it. I understand where he's coming from, from the standpoint, I think Russ is at the point of his life where football is the second most important thing and it's not the first. I think Russ rather be famous, as Shannon did say, uh, than to be an excellent football player, just for the standpoint of, you don't fall off a cliff this bad if you're working on your game. Uh, or we could just say this is who Russ was and he was protected by Pete Carroll and Pete Carroll saw it before everybody else did. They saw he, Pete Carroll saw the writing on the wall. It was like, yeah, man, this guy's about to like fall off a cliff in a matter of months. Um, but the NFL's heating up. Playoff seedings are taking place. I know the Eagles are looking great. I hate to say that, being a Cowboy fan. Um, I'll give you all my predictions once the playoffs start, but the Chiefs are going to be right in there. The Bengals are going to be right in there. The Bills. The Niners look tough, even with that rookie quarterback. So a little bit of NFL. Let's go on to uh, Luca, man. Luca the other night against the Knicks. What do he have? 60, 21, and 10. First time ever a game like that was had in NBA history. Luca's phenomenal. I'm proud to say that before Luca even got to the NBA, I saw, I, I, I said he was going to be this good. Um, it's different. You know, you could almost say now that three of the best, three of the top five players in the world are not from America. You can go Giannis, jo uh, Joker, and Luca. I mean, you could throw Embiid in there. You're your top 10, you might have, you know, five out of the 10 be from uh, outside the country. It just shows the growth of the NBA, but also the difference of style and preparation that European players have, where I don't think they play as many AAU games and showcase themselves as much as they do here in the States, I think they work on their craft at a, at a much younger age and just develop themselves as basketball players. But while we're speaking of the NBA on that, you know, it's that, that's like with these injuries. There's so many players that are that have missed so many games this year. And it's very unfortunate for fans 
And I get it. They're like, okay, let's rest this guy. What is this? What is the cause? Is the pace of the game? Yes, during the regular season, it's all threes, all layups. The pace is so fast. But we can go. Let's 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 take it back. Let's go back to like when these guys are growing up. These major NBA stars are playing AU tournaments all weekend, every weekend through, what is it, April to June, and then again sometimes even before that. And for years, let's say from 12 to 17, or for nowadays it's like 10. And they're playing five to seven games over a weekend, every single weekend. That's wear and tear. And so I think that, if we do some research on that, that might be a contributing factor to why guys are getting so hurt as they become older. Because this whole notion that all these, you know, now he needs to rest. Well, let's go back in the day. I get it. The pace is different and all that kind of stuff. But I think, I don't, I don't, I don't think I should say star NBA players or star high school kids were playing as many games as they do uh, today years ago and I think that might be a contributing factor uh, to uh, all the all the injuries that so many NBA players are having uh, recently the last few years all right let's talk about Shaq right quick um, if y'all watching this documentary on HBO Max it's phenomenal I've only watched the first two episodes I saw the um, preview of the last one I read what he said about his sister and Kobe which is you know he has a hard time going to sleep before 5 a.m. since his sister and Kobe uh, passed away. Well, we're going almost three years of Kobe's death. And that's that's sad for Shaq to um, probably not be able to sleep because he has so many things he wish he could say to them. So what what struck that with me was was to be mindful of, of spending time or just calling the people that you really care about. Uh, more often. It's a habit that I don't have, that I don't do very well, something I am working on, um, which is just communicating with my friends and my family uh, more often. I get a uh, big text guy um, and I just get wrapped up in my own world wherever I move to that I don't reach out as often as I should. So to all my friends that listen, I apologize. I will do better because I don't want to be in a situation uh, where Shaq is at right now, where you have a hard time sleeping because you did not say what you wanted to say to those that were alive when they were alive. And I, I bet that's really hard um, mentally to deal with. Because um, some of my closest friends and, of course, my siblings and my parents are people that I should talk to every, every week, almost every day. If I can just carve out that time, because you never know when our our last day is here on Earth, and um, you just never, man, you never want to be in the situation where, man, I wish I could have said this or spent more time doing this. So, especially during the holiday season, especially I shouldn't say especially during the holiday season because that's like the excuse to get together, but it should be an effort to. Uh, to see our friends and our family members uh, as often as, as we can. Um, because again, when that time is up, it's up. It's like the, I saw a video of a guy doing a podcast. I don't know his name, but he asked the, the, the host 
how old are your parents and how often do you see your parents? And it came out to like, it, it, it hit me from a standpoint of, of what they said, which was my parents are in their, this, I'm using an analogy, my parents are in their you know, early 60s. Um, let's just say my parents live 10 more years. Hopefully it doesn't happen. Hopefully it's much longer than that. But let's use this as an example. They live 10 more years and I want to see my parents twice a year. Well then, if they live 10 years, I see them twice a year, I only have 20 more times to see my parents. And if if I knew that, like, oh shoot, Jay, you have 20 days to see your, your mom for the rest of your life. Whew, I would go see her right now. Um, so that was my takeaway from when, when I read that, that Shaq said that, which is heartbreaking, but just to, just to be uh, mindful myself, uh, to spend more time with my family, to talk to them more often. I know you can't spend time, physical time, but FaceTime them and talk to them uh, more often. So that's a goal of mine uh, here in 2023. All right, so let's dive in again. I apologize. I didn't give my predictions of the NBA season. I recorded it. And just to be, again, I like to be transparent. I'm recording the podcast. I don't realize that my memory goes out on my phone because I'm recording my my student, my, my high school basketball games on my phone as well. And pow, I end up speaking and I got like half of the content. And then my season just picked up and I was unable to record it. So instead of just saying forget it, I know it's late, but I'm still going to give them to you. I haven't changed anything. I haven't changed anything. Okay, so NBA season this year, MVP. I think they're going to get bored of, uh, I don't think they'll give it to uh, Jokic again. Giannis is having a great year. Luka's having a phenomenal year. But Jason Tatum is, I think, primed to, to get that award this year only because, you know, of course, the Celtics are going to have a great record and he's going to average 30 points a game. Again, these are all predictions I had before. I can show you my notes and for those that don't even believe me. Uh, Rookie of the Year, Pyle Banchero, not even close. I mean, he's going to get the touches in Orlando. He's going to be the face of their franchise uh, and, and the kick of play, like point blank. He, he's ready for the NBA game. Like it's much different than college, and it's more one on one and more spacing. So he's doing his thing. My sixth man of the year was, was, gonna, was Jordan Poole. Um, I know he's starting right now with Steph out, but I, I think it's his to lose. Um, the production, the productivity that he has coming off that bench is, is monumental for the Warriors, especially as Clay still finding his legs and things like that. Uh, most improved player, I had Tyrese Maxey. Uh, with all with his injuries, I don't know if he could still like, get that award. You know, he's missed a lot of time, but I do believe um, he would have been the in, in most improved player had he not um, been hurt. And I know they changed the names of all these players. I think MVP is Michael Jordan, which for me to I, go, let me go back. I don't know how you call the MVP the Michael Jordan Award. I, I, Jordan's the best. Okay, we understand that, but let's stop dismissing Kareem. Like Kareem literally has the most MVPs. Like, come on, man! And for him not to have an award at all, and you, you don't get me started. But um, big ups to Mike, though Michael Jordan for getting that award. Coach of the year, I'm gonna go with. Um, I had Tyron Lue. 
Uh, still staying with him. Like I said, I'm not changing anything. We'll see how the Clippers do. I know they're navigating Kawhi's injury and when he feels like playing and all that kind of stuff, but I'm going with uh, a Tyron Lue. All right, so in the, let's, go, let's go start in the East. Let's start in the East. All right, my member. All right, first, who's irrelevant? Orlando, the Rockets, the Pistons, uh, Thunder, Spurs, Jazz, and Pacers. I just gave you the teams that I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I shouldn't say they're irrelevant from the standpoint of it's great to see uh, SGA uh, uh, play this year. I mean, Oklahoma City, he's phenomenal. He's phenomenal. Uh, the Jazz are holding on, you know, with a got a team ball. You know, great to see. You know, Rockets have some young pieces, but none of those teams, I think, are, are, are in a position to make the playoffs. Okay, so that's why I say irrelevant. All of you guys are looking to get the young buck out of France. When, uh, Victor Wimbamnya. All right, so in the East, my teams, remember, top six make the playoffs and seven through ten with the play-in. Top six, I got the 76ers, the Bucks, the Celtics, the Nets, the Cavs, and the Hawks. Again, these are my predictions from before. I know the records might not show that just yet, but that I'm sticking with it this year. I am sticking with it. So again, I got no particular order. 76ers, Bucks, Celtics, Nets, Cavs, and Hawks. Um, Nets are balling ever since they fired Steve Nash. They're doing their thing. Uh, you, you, you can't deny it that Jock Vaughn has got those guys playing some good basketball. They're a big rebounder away from really making some noise. Uh, Kyrie's doing his thing even after his suspension for, for the league being stupid. Um, but, but KD is playing like MVP. Like, hey, Tatum, watch out. He, he might sneak in there and get that MVP. 76ers, Embiid and Harden are finding their rhythm. They're missing Tyrese Maxey, but Embiid is balling this year. The Bucks, they're missing Middleton, but Giannis is, Giannis is holding them steady. Again, having a phenomenal season himself. Uh, Cavs, you know, with the addition of Donovan Mitchell, with how uh, Garland plays and how uh, Mobley plays and Jared Allen, the, the, the Cavs are, are they're good. I think they're a year away. I think they're too young to make a deep run, but they're they're there. And then the Hawks, I get it. They should be better than they are because young needs to shoot better. Stop being a baby, man, and shoot the ball better. I know it. Fantasy guys love them. ESPN loves them. Bleacher Report loves him. But look at his numbers. Like, you're not Steph, man. You're jacking 30-foot threes, and you're shooting like 30% from the three-point line. Like, shoot a better percentage. And I think he's butting heads with Nate McMillan uh, for that for that very reason. That, like, yo, come off the ball. Let DeJounte Murray handle the show sometime. And just play better. Like, period. Like, I get your numbers look great, but the, the impact is not... It's not as great. And then those teams that are fighting for that 7 through 10 to make that play in, I had the Heat, Raptors, Bulls, Knicks, and Wizards. Uh, I think the Heat need to make a move to get into some offensive punch. I don't think Tyler Hero's that guy to take him over the top, and Jimmy Butler's been hurt a lot this year. Raptors play great team ball. Bulls, I thought they'd be better this year. I mean, again, I haven't finishing 7 to 8 around there, but they're at, they're low. They're low right now. Okay, so that's it. My top six. 
76ers, Bucks, Celtics, Nets, Cavs, and Hawks. The plan, Heat, Raptors, Bulls, Knicks, slash Wizards. Somebody's going to get left out. All right. Out in the West. Out in the West. My top six. Clippers, Warriors, Nuggets, Memphis, Suns, and the Pelicans. Those are my top six. I'm looking pretty good right now with those picks outside of the Warriors. But I think with the injuries of the Warriors, I think they'd be right back. I, don't, I, I think they're going to make it. Uh, and then the outside looking in, I got the Mavs, the Timberwolves, Lakers, Kings, slash Trailblazers. So let's go with the Clippers. If I'm Steve Ballmer, I got to figure out what I'm doing with Kawhi. You, I know the guy, I get it. I think Kawhi's trying to milk the system from a standpoint of saying he's hurt and just to gear himself up for the playoffs because that's when he makes his name. He doesn't care about regular season awards. He doesn't care about all-star games. He doesn't care about his stats. He cares about titles. So I think he only plays in games that he knows he needs to measure himself. Like, you know, the other night, they, last, thing, last night they played the, uh, Celtics. Uh, that's a measuring game for him. So I, I think, but it's hard on other players in and out of the lineup playing when you want to play. So that's my dilemma. With the, I still think they're going to make the playoffs, and that's why I had Ty Lue getting coach of the year, just because of how do you manage all those personalities and keeping guys afloat, knowing that your main guy basically plays when he wants to. Warriors, I know Wiggins is hurt right now. Steph is hurt right now. But you don't want to see them in the playoffs. I mean, they just have the intangibles to win. They know how to win, and it's gonna be, they're going to be a tough out. The Nuggets, uh, Murray's back, so I expect them to be good. I know they're sitting, I think, one right now in the West. Uh, and then Jokic is just phenomenal. I mean, he might be the – I mean, he's he's a he's really good. Like, what is he, like 29, 11, and 9, something like that on the year. Hurts him in the playoffs because they just, you know, he's Mike Porter Jr. is going to step up. Murray's going to step up this year in the playoffs. But in the regular season, man, they're going to make the playoffs. Memphis, I like Memphis. I like John Morant, even though his, his logo is basically like a flipped-up Kobe uh, logo. But um, Brooks, Dylan Brooks, like, be quiet, man. Like, guys, y'all have to win before you can start saying dynasty. I loved how Clay went to him on Christmas Day um, because it's like y'all don't realize how hard it is to do what they've done. Like winning four in X amount of years, try to win, try to get, try to get to the finals. Y'all not even the finals yet, and then you get beat Christmas Day without Wiggins, without Steph. Like, come on, guys! I, I do think they're going to make the playoffs. I think um, they're a good team. I just think that just. Pipe it down a little bit, young bucks. Let your let your play do the talking. Sons, this is their last chance before they just need to break this whole thing up. I know uh, Booker's out for the next month with a groin injury, but again, that's to make the playoffs. It just depends on how they look when they get in. And is Chris Paul at this age able to be a a, a, a big time contributor? Uh, on this squad. So we'll see. We shall see. And then the Pelicans, I mean, they're balling right now. Zion, big up to Zion, man. Like, way to get your body right. Way to play at a high level. Like, you look good out there. And, and you got your team in, in, in first in the conference. Uh, CJ McCollum's looking great with them. 
the, the staff, not the staff, but the players they put around Zion have, have worked. Even without Brandon Ingram, I think once Brandon comes back, then they just take that next step. And then, you know, my teams look outside looking in. For, they'll make the playoff or the play-in, but they got to get in. That's the Mavs. Luca again, he's phenomenal, y'all. I mean, young man is great, but he needs a little help. He needs to come off the ball a little bit more. Um, you, you can't win as just a one-man show, but yeah, he's awesome. I mean, the Lakers, good Lord. I really don't even know what to say about the Lakers. I mean, LeBron, okay, we can always say, here we go. We sound like Nick Wright. He's having the best year 20 than anybody in year 18. Like, we know that. But we also know LeBron's taking care of his body. We know LeBron spends a lot of money on his body. And we know that nutrition and technology and recovery are all at an all-time high. So, for like, do I think that LeBron is 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 one of the top players in the world in the history of the game? Yes. Do I think what he's doing is phenomenal in year 20? Happy birthday at the end of the day. Is his birthday? Uh, yes. But do I think others coming behind him will be able to do the same thing, something similar? Yes, just due to technology. Okay. But Anthony Davis is the opposite. He's always hurt. Always. Like the Lakers, the way LeBron, you built this team. They got the players that you wanted. You mortgaged everything to get AD, and this is what you're stuck with. I don't think they're making the playoffs. They'll get to the play-in. They're going to hover around there. I think if they can get in the playoffs, they're actually hard to beat because the game slows down once you do make it to the playoffs. But it's going to be hard because the way teams play regular season games, it's just up and down, threes and layups. That's all it is. Not a lot of defense being played. So I think it's harder for a team like the Lakers, a veteran, older team, to get in. But if they do get in, they're tough to beat. Uh, Timberwolves, the injury to Cat really hurt. I thought Anthony Edwards would take another step this year. He has not thus far, but I think they'll be right there to play in. The Kings, man, they're shocking everybody. Like That's a team I didn't think was going to be able to. I thought they'd be like, you know, 10, 11. They're probably like seven right now. So big ups. The King, big ups, Mike Brown. Bringing that Warriors philosophy over there to Sacramento. And then the Trailblazers. Dame's getting his, is doing his thing. Jeremy Grant is playing phenomenal. And so I think they'll be right there. It's tough. I mean, right now all the teams are grouped together. If, you, if you're watching, you're keeping up with the NBA this year. But that's my predictions. I mean, the top six, Clippers, Warriors, Nuggets, Memphis, Suns, and Pelicans. Again, I apologize for the delay, um, but there it is. Uh, <clears throat> oh, man, I got to get to the World Cup. I almost forgot. Okay. <clears throat> awesome job, Argentina, for winning that World Cup. I mean, imagine it. They lost the first game against Saudi Arabia. I think the Prince of Saudi Arabia gave like all the players Rolls Royces for beating them. And then to battle back and win the whole thing. And what a great final game that was against France. I mean, they go up 2-0. Argentina, I'm thinking, I'm playing golf actually the day that the, the match was on. I was just like, I watch on my phone. They come back, score two goals. And Mbappe is amazing. 
Messi is amazing. Great, great for Argentina. Great for the world. Um, great World Cup. Uh, great game. That final game was actually awesome. I actually ended up watching it later on that day. And it's a fantastic game. So great job for Messi. I think that solidified him as being the GOAT of soccer, even though I am more of a Ronaldo fan. It's just personal preference. But Messi's phenomenal. I mean, seriously. Um, and while we're speaking on soccer, uh, Restwell Pele, as y'all, for those that might not know, he's a Brazilian soccer legend, only player to ever win three World Cups, uh, passed away a few days ago in 82. Um, he'd been battling some health problems. And... But what a what a great ambassador to sport. Seriously. Uh, he's it was a remember, this is you know, he played in the fifties, so sixties. Um, but what a great, great, great soccer player who all great players are measured to. And so that's when you know you made your mark on the game. And I'll end y'all with this. College football playoff is tomorrow. We got TCU versus Michigan. Not only is TCU a Texas team, but also have students that go there. So I'm a, I've become a big TCU fan just due to my students uh, being sophomores at TCU now. But I don't think they can beat Michigan. Uh, if they do, I'll be shocked. So I'm going to say Michigan wins that first game. And the Georgia-Ohio State game, Georgia all day. I don't think that's going to be very difficult for the uh, Bulldogs. And then the national championship game, I'll have Georgia beating Michigan. So that's my prediction, just in case I'll do another podcast before that. But that's my prediction for the um, NCAA college football playoff. I'll leave y'all with this for 2022. Hopefully 2023 brings you all your dreams, goals, and desires. Uh, write them down, set a date, and then have a desire to reach those goals. I know... All of us want a lot out of life, um, but you have to work for it really hard and earn it. Uh, I'll do that on my part, which is growing my content, putting out more episodes. Because for, for anybody, for me, I want my podcast to be successful, but it's only successful if I keep putting out more quality, better episodes, more interviews. So look for a lot of interviews in 2023. So some of my people out there that are listening, I'll be hitting you up. Because I have a lot of great friends and people that give some good insight to young people on different career paths, different goals, and, and, and how they got to where they are now. Remember, we always see the ending process, but I want to interview some of my friends so you can see the beginning. Because most of them come from very humble beginnings. So when you see where they ended up, it will allow you to have not the motivation motivation can wear off relatively easily but the discipline to reach the goals that you have set in place for your own life so as always like subscribe comment share share with your friends we get more subscribers uh but if but if anything just continue to support this platform support my podcast and may 2023 be awesome for you i'm out be safe